All right, what's yeah, up? We yeah, back. Yeah. Um, we've been life happens, but we was chopping it up before the show. We just gonna go continue our conversation that we were having when we weren't recording it. So we were talking about like our old neighborhoods and stopping grounds and where we grew up at. And you were saying that you were recently or a few months ago up there, and I was just yeah. reminiscing like, man, yeah. the last time I was up there, I grew up on seating places in north the, the northeast side of side of Washington D.C. and I used to always catch the subway to go to. Union Station. Yeah. Uh, it's like Union Station is where the Amtrak train, you can get something to eat, uh, movie theater, things yeah. like that. Yeah. It's the hub. Everything comes there. Right. So yeah. I remember driving up there just to see what it was like. Because, you know, I'm you know we live down here now. So when I had went up there, I was like, this is crazy. It was like a strip that where you walk at, it's, it was never nothing really there. Mm-hmm. Now it has like little stores. And it had like an apartment complex that sit that sat in the middle of everything, to where I guess the people where it's convenient for those who live in the, in the, those apartments can just get up, walk outside, and walk literally across the street to the uh, subway. Yeah, and I've never seen so many other ethnicities <laughs> <laughs> in that area before. Right, right. I, you know what I'm saying? That just being honest, being real about it, like it was never really other. People there. So when I was driving, I saw everything but chocolate color people, <laughs> African American, whatever you want to call it. I was like, right, wow, this is right. very, very interesting. Even on Fourth Street, uh-huh. where they had those bicycle uh, things, where you you could rent a bike, the or electronic bike. I was like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, yeah, I was like, great. wow, this like is those crazy. are all over DC now. I've never seen that before. I, I I remember when it when it started to change because my wife she used to live. Um, on Rhode Island Avenue, it's it's this okay. little it's this apartment complex. It comes to like a little corner, like a um, like a uh, like a uh, it's a corner. I don't know, um, but it's, it's a weird shape apartment building. But anyway, so she she used to live there, and it's right the the train station is like maybe it's like two blocks behind it. I think it's like two blocks behind it. So anyway, so she used to live there, and I remember, like, yeah, that hair, that whole area was all African American, like you. But I remember when I saw like the first Caucasian, and it was kind of like, y'all know where y'all at? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, so I was saying, like, like, y'all know where y'all at? Okay, hey, but but I mean, yeah, yeah that whole just, area has has changed, man. It has a lot, man. Cause yeah. I I just rode, I was just riding around old familiar places and. It's been definitely gentrified for sure. Yeah, man. I see little pockets of remnant, like places that hasn't been changed. Mm-hmm. But like even in between those places, you see like condos built in between the old structures of communities that was there. To me, like I noticed, like on Seton, like on the side that I used to live on, it's you see the row houses and you know the traditional style house in DC. Mm-hmm. But on that same street, if you keep going up, at the very end of the uh, street, you see those condos. Mm-hmm. It's like merged in with the old structure of what I grew up around. Mm-hmm. So you'll see the condos, and then like there's an alleyway. And then mm-hmm. right on the upside of the alley, you see the old row houses, wow. like people where they grew up at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the very top, it's the condos. I wonder what they're doing with those row houses. Trying to, from my understanding, a lot of people tell, told me they're trying to buy them out. Yeah, they get like offers and offers, dude. And, and they and, gonna redline them, I think. Eventually. And they will, they they will like um, they'll they'll probably buy them drinks for like eight hundred, nine hundred, 
and then have to fix it up. Yeah. Like just so like I mean it, it's 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 crazy. It's it's really um my my um so when we was up to, when we was up in DC, my um my sister in law took us to some pizza place and it's down by the the baseball stadium. Which okay. which they got a soccer stadium now too. So she drove us past the soccer stadium. I was like, What yeah, man. is this? So we go down um to this pizza place and I'm like, I kinda know where I'm at, but things has changed so what? much. What? It's like and so I was like, Hold on. Ain't Berry Farms right here? She was like, Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, so hold up. We outside eating pizza. My kids is around. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold it's up. Not the same. <laughs> hold it's up. It's not how it used to be. I bro. Said, Dude, where am I? Where, it's not the same. What what, what world have I landed yeah, in? What man. what alternate universe is this? Bro, in the nineties, that you <laughs> Yo, ain't you don't no even way. want your kids. Yeah, you don't even too much want your kids hanging around eating nothing. Like nah, you not man. right there, bro. You you would have yeah, it was terrible. Running, it would like, and that was normal. And I'm sitting yeah. there, and I'm like, yo, like they building big condos, high rises that are like starting at like twenty two, twenty five hundred dollars for like a studio, run a little room, yeah, 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 yeah a little yeah. studio apartment. Uh, but it may, it may, you know, oversee the baseball field or mm-hmm. or the water. You know, you got the Potomac right there. Yeah, and it's like I was like, God, dang. Yeah, things change, man, a lot. I'm talking about a lot. Even over there by Anacostia, like when I was when I used to mm. live off 28th, um, Anacostia, like going towards south, you know, southeast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, even up, there, even over there was it looked different. I was yeah. like, see, yeah. I did, I didn't drive. I didn't, I didn't go that way. I. I you know what? I I want to just, you know what? You know what tripped me out though. So we, uh, you know, I'm thinking back in the back in the day. So I'm like, all right, boom, we're gonna take the boys down to the mall, mm-hmm. and you know, show you know, go go into the malls or whatever. And remember, like the malls used to be free. Yeah. Like so, like cool. Yeah, we could just you know what I mean, find some parking, whatever, get into you know, and go places. And I'm like. There are still some free ones. The old, the old ones are still free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the, Smith, the Smithsonian's, the the, right. you know, the history, the air and space, all that stuff. Uh, air and space wasn't open for for some reason. I love the air and space museum. But um, then the, the all the other ones, like the new ones, like the ones you really want to go to, yeah. all of them cost really. Yeah. I was oh, like, as a matter of fact, I know that because my wife and we when we went up there, we went to the Holocaust Museum. Which one we went to? And it cost, didn't it? If I'm not mistaken. You know what? Now that I think about it, I, I've been to the Holocaust Museum and it did cost. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. got a taste of that too because yeah, Shannon that, that she really wanted too. to go. Yeah, she 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 liked like Holocaust stuff and movies and documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, "Yo, we have to go." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah. So we and I think I remember us having to pay. I was like, "Damn, like you got to pay to go to the museums?" Because right. I'm, I'm in the mindset of you. Like I'm a, we used to just hey, this is free. go to the museum. Like yeah, yeah like now yeah, it, it, it definitely costs. But growing up, though, if you just wanted to, you know, you had nothing really to do, you were friends, and you were like, y'all want to go to the museum? Yeah, let's exactly. go to the museum. Exactly. You just go to the museum. Exactly. You get on the bus yeah. or subway, Way. whatever, you know, a couple, yeah. couple bucks. The subway, oh, my 
God, I used to love going on the subway. The, the, how much it costs? Yeah, ridiculous. Dude. <laughs> it's, oh, every, my it's terrible. Goodness. Speaking of prices, that see that's made me pivot now. Something else to get, dude. What the heck is going on, man? Like, dude, I went to the grocery store and we are a family of three, mm-hmm. just three. <laughs> me, my wife, and my only child. Right, just three. I walked out feeling like. I was taken advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like two forty. Oh, oh, two forty. What did I buy? And I felt like I didn't buy nothing. Oh. Like, and I'm talking about like a couple packs of meat. Yeah, you in the wrong. You, you should have been in the wrong spot, man. Yeah, I learned real oh. quick. So I was like two forty. But see, that, see, that's why we've always done Sam. But you know, we a family of six. Yeah. So that's so what, I still go to Sam's Club, but I learned. I moved. Well, I always went to several different ones, but this this particular time, I just went and got everything from one location. Yeah. And I typically don't do that. I don't know if I was being lazy that day or what, but typically mm-hmm. I'll go to certain stuff, like you said. I'll go to Sam's Clubs for certain things because mm-hmm. I know, or even Aldi for that matter. Okay. Because I enjoy like all. I don't know for some reason Aldi's have like little knickknack stuff, mm-hmm. as my grandmother call it, around the house that my son mm-hmm. enjoys. I'll go there and get that kind of stuff for him. Okay. Um, okay. Meats and things like that. It depends. It varies. See, we we I mean we family six, so we got to do oh, sandwiches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. Like a, a cereal box. I was at the grocery That's store and I saw a cereal box at at the at the groceries like the regular grocery store. I was like, yo, there's no way like one of my boys could eat two bowls and that cereal box would be gone. Uh, yeah. Like yo, like so we get the. The, the big big joint. That's why I, I get yeah. that from Sam's Club too. Yeah, a little walk. Yep, I go there for the stuff like that. Drinks. Yeah, I go yeah. to Sam's Club for drinks, cereal, yeah. stuff like that. Cause a little walk be tearing it up. But man, the inflation is ridiculous with everything. But man. you know, you know what's you know what's crazy. Like so, I keep I keep hearing this word because I, I, I was text I was texting you on my way over. I was like, yo, these gas prices, prices. is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Still going up. It's it, it it was uh and and shoot I did the cheap gas and it was four sixty. Yeah. I, I'm like God, like this is this is this is crazy, crazy, right? But um, so you hear like price gouging, like these these the the gas stations but is price. That's gouging. a part of it. Corporations definitely price gouge. They always been like that, but it's at an all time high. But see, here's my thing though, because I, I was I was thinking about that and like. I'm 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 like real sensitive. I'm I'm like at a real sensitive point where these w- words are bothering me mm-hmm. because because every time people say stuff like especially like on TV, mm-hmm. they're saying it to get a reaction. Like they're not it, they're right. not genuine. Really, right? Okay, you know I'm saying I understand. It, it's it's only it's 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 like it's like when you say okay, you know, we need to do something about. Um, you know, we need to get more people to vote, or you could say we need to do something about this voter suppression. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, why? Why are you framing it in in the way that you're framing it? So when they say price gouging, it, it looks like the gas stations are bad guys because oh, the prices are going up. They price gouging. They price gouging. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold up, how much does it cost to make an iPhone? Uh, I don't think much. Six, six, seven dollars. Yeah. How much does the iPhone cost? 
Yeah, what, a couple thousand? Thousand dollars? Yeah. $1,200? Something like that. It, is that not price gouging? Like, yeah. what the heck are we talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's like, how much does the car cost? How much do they charge for a car? Like, Oh, it applies to every everything is yeah. price gouging. Yeah. I mean, when you when you stop boiling it down, when, yeah. when you say, "All right, I'm going to make X amount of profit," that's price gouging. Uh-huh. The moment you don't give it as like the moment you don't say, "All right, this cost me five dollars," I'm gonna give it to you for five dollars. When you say six dollars, that's price gouging. Right. We call it profit margin, whatever you want to call it. Right. But it's like okay. Well, what's the difference from me saying six dollars to six hundred dollars? It where's where is price gouging? Where at what point am I price gouging? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like when it it's like they're intentionally going after gas and oil, and it feels like there's an agenda behind it. It feels like you're you're targeting them for a reason. It's always an agenda from right every angle. It is. Um you know what? I was thinking about this and I had a conversation. I don't who was I talking to? I'm always talking to somebody about something, but it it's almost like um every now and then these type of things happen where prices go up on stuff, on goods in general. Yeah. It's like a from my cause I remember but the reason why I say that is because when I was really, really young, from young as I can remember knowing of gas prices. Mm-hmm. I remember when gas was like at its lowest, I want to say like 79 cents or something like that. Mm-hmm. 89 or something low like that. And you compare it to now, I mean it didn't oh it gosh, didn't go yeah. from 89 cents to 465 now. Right, I just right. remember throughout right. phases of my life, I just noticed prices go up gradually over yeah. time. I mean, yeah. this is so this isn't new to me. But it's all but it's always fluctuated too. So it's gone up and it went but down. It's, uh, it's gone down. But it too. always kind of stayed above what it was. You know what I mean? Yes. It never went back down to or lesser than. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't yeah. go to from like a dollar and one oh two and go up to one fifty and then go back down to one oh one. Right, it, it right. probably settled and stayed at one thirty one, or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Like I remember, I remember when I first started driving and having to put gas in the car, and I would be in um in Maryland, Forestville, Maryland, and I would <laughs> get, get. It's funny you said get. Uh, I think gas at that point was like one oh five, like. It was it was like 103, 105, something like that. And I would literally drive to Waldorf. Uh not Waldorf. Um uh Virginia. Um Woodbridge. Alexander or Woodbridge. I would literally drive to Woodbridge. I get on ninety five, go down to Woodbridge because because the gas was like eighty eight cent. You're gonna go fill up on that. I'm gonna go fill up. Yeah. Now remember, I'm new to driving, so I, I don't care. I, I I you know when you young and you know you just got a car. You're like shoot. Whatever. I don't care where I yeah. drive. So I would drive down to Woodbridge, and my logic behind it was what well, the gas down here is eighty eight cents. Mm-hmm. The gas around me is a dollar five. So you know by the time I drive down here and get back, I'm still saving money right. in, in my head. I don't know whether that was <laughs> or not, but but you're right. Like we'll never see eighty eight cent gas again ever ever ever. ever. 
But that that's that's um that's um inflation. Right. You know, like our house prices, my grandmother um bought yeah. their house in DC for fifteen thousand dollars in DC. That same house is appraised now around eight hundred thousand. Yeah. So it ain't it, it, you know similar it, to my grandfather, I'm not mistaken, he said that he paid like eighteen K or mm-hmm. something like that for his mm-hmm. house. And now if you go and Appraise that house. This right. joint is crazy. Right, right, and that and that's only what it's appraised for. Like they ain't gonna give it to you for eight hundred. And I remember my uh, my aunt tried to go back and buy my grandmother's house, and they was like, no, right, like, no, nah, they ain't selling it. You know, so I mean, it would probably cost them a million dollars to, yeah. to buy it back. Gold mine, but it was bought for fifteen thousand. So you never see that those prices again. But that's 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 inflation, like. It's and crazy. They I saw statistics of inflation over time and um, wages though. Oh, man, <laughs> that now during, you talking? Yeah, that it, it, that's the very interesting thing about it during inflation, the cost of everything and how it continues mm-hmm. to uh, rise. But the annual income of employment, mm-hmm. like people who work, though, that doesn't nope. inflate. That nope. doesn't go up. As nope. the goods go up and as, you know, the cost of everything rise, mm-hmm. people are still being held to below what it takes to survive out here, like with these jobs. And it's, it's unfortunate, man, because it's sad that these companies, but it, it, but then again, it's a company from, from their perspective. They like we got to reduce costs and we're going to, you know. It stick it to the workers if we have to. So but yeah, but that, you know that's that, terrible. That goes to our government because it, it, it's it's and th- this is where like people who say I remember George Bush he got a lot of slack for this, but he said that capital capitalism needs to be um, frozen to save capitalism. Like you need to stop it in order to save it, and. I got. I, I, I understand got, what that means. I got what he was saying. It's yeah. like, dude, things are getting way too out of hand. Yeah. And if you let things keep going, then the the separation of the mm. rich, wealthy, and the poor is just like. I mean, think about it. If you make a, um, I, I don't remember what year it was, but a, a few years ago, San Francisco. It's probably this way now, but if you made one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in San Francisco, you was you was poor. You was on the poverty line. Wow, the poverty line was one hundred twenty thousand. So it's like if poverty is one hundred twenty thousand, right? Now, if you think about it, you're like, okay, well, make one hundred twenty thousand anywhere else. You can live kind of decent mm-hmm. of one hundred twenty one person of one hundred twenty thousand, right? But, uh. Uh, Elon Musk is worth what three hundred hundred billion, billion something like that, yeah. right? So when you take the gap, three hundred billion, and you make six figures, <laughs> that's you know what I'm saying. Ridiculous. Like the, it's 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 laughable. Like the the gap, and 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 if you go back and look at it, like when George Bush was saying this stuff, the richest man I think at that time was like Bill Gates. And he only was like in the forty, fifty billion dollar range. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about three hundred 
And so what he was saying is stop it now. Stop it. Like, let this be as far as you could go. And that way you don't end up with three. Cause we're on a, we're on the brink of having like somebody's going to be a trillionaire. Yeah. Elon Musk or, uh, Bezos, Bezos, you know, they in the race to try to become the first trillionaire. Mm-hmm. And as they do that, okay, you're worth a trillion dollars. What look at the gap between you and the the average person that works like at a convenience store or or the average person that works for you. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, or that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's terrible. It's like, man, this, this there's no regulations in place though to prevent right. that kind of stuff, and it should be because it's terrible. But then then the plot thickens. Because how do you regulate the people who are paying you as a politician? Right. Right. So if you're if you're well, a politician. That's why lobbying shouldn't be allowed in politics. But it is. It, they it, made bribery basically legal. Bas- yes. That's basic. That's what lobbying. Hey, I'm going to pay you this. And when you win or if you win, yeah, you're going to do that. That's basically all it is. Right. We're going to hold you to what I want you to do. And I'm gonna cut you this check during your campaign. Right. That's right, basically right. all it is. Or 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 if I don't cut you a check, you know, I gotta I got a suite for you, a penthouse yeah, suite, or, you know what I'm saying? Got or, a nice or I got a yacht, or, you know. yeah, we got a nice car over here. Any all right. that kind of stuff. It's just and it's a known thing though. Like this right. is all known and it's not taboo and and people still play this game. Oh, prime example is what we're going through right now, right? The NRA, right? Oh my goodness. That's literally yes. Yeah. Like so we know morally society if you want to have society function as a society as we love you, you love me, we want to get along with one another. Mm-hmm. So we know then, I mean as human beings, you don't need a guideline to tell you that. You don't want to see another human suffer. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's you can observe someone suffering in pain and you can say, "Oh, that's not cool." Mm-hmm. Don't need a handbook for that. So then you have someone like the NRA. I'm not opposed. See, the biggest thing with this whole ordeal. Yeah, I, I want to get your take on this. Yeah, so it's it's very that? interesting that when someone says stuff about like gun control and uh, what is it, the amendment and all that stuff. Right, right, right. I am for people owning guns and having guns, but I also don't see a problem with certain steps being taken to prevent access to it so easily. So I'm not saying so it's like if you say anything that could create preventative measures, oh it's my amendment. Like it's it goes from being rational to irrational, like at a drop of a pen. Like it's that's not yeah. what they're saying, dude. Like, are you listening or are you just like not listening? They're saying put provisions in place that prevent certain things from happening to people who are underdeveloped or just Put things in place that will make you see that they they're not there. They don't need to have that kind of responsibility of owning a gun if they can't come to training on time and be mm-hmm. at training mm-hmm. five weeks in a row. Like right. if you can't or if, pass a background check or even something as simple as that. Yeah. So if you want to own a order a semi-automatic weapon, it's I don't I personally don't see if. It's a problem with someone, you purchase it, but you have to go through a training program yeah. and a training course for a month or two. How about you get a license for it? Like right. specifically for that. For that. Like you have training, you, like you said, go through a you class. Have, you have to. And you get certified. And now that you're certified, 
you can show that to the gun owner or the gun, you know, the gun store or whatever. And they, they can need say, to be oh, held accountable. Okay, bet. I now, feel like. Well, but, but see, the problem, of, the problem with holding them accountable right now is there's no regulations. There's right. nothing. So I hold them accountable. How? Right. No, right? well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm not saying just come up with a Band-Aid. Like, it's going to take a lot of thought into mm-hmm. producing some legislator, some legislation that that touches a little bit of everything. But see, I, I, I don't think, see, see, this is my issue with our government, they, right? They don't want to make decisions. And right. so that, that becomes, it's a scapegoat. What we just said, right? license. Okay. Come up with a license, real simple. Now you, so you don't have to think about, oh, well, what about Johnny? What about no, 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 no. Create a course. Get get go through a company. Go through the NRA. Create a course that you have to go through to get licensed to get this type of weapon, like right. a uh, like your driver's license. Just because you get a regular driver's license, don't mean you can go drive a, a, semi, a semi, semi truck. Semi right. truck, right? right? You got to go get your CDL, mm-hmm. right? And so, okay, there's different types of licenses. So you may be a gun on, be able to get a gun, but you can't get a semi because right. you don't have the right license. Get get a light. Yeah, I definitely so think simple, it should be. Yeah, but what it's simple. But see, they take these arguments and they try to make it like. Extreme. To yeah, they do it. So, like how you were saying with the the words that's triggering. Yeah, they say the same things. Just when you just, just it's just thoughts of ways that you can make this situation to be preventative for a lot of horrible things from happening. So, if you right. just say, "Hey guys, what about if we consider raising the age to twenty one or tw- whatever the age may be?" Oh, you can't take my rights to own bare arms, and that's not, sir. I just said if we raise the age right. of. Right. I didn't say anything about going into your house, confiscating your weapons that you already purchased. None of that ever came up. Right. It goes from having a legitimate conversation to having dialogue, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, mm. to having an adult conversation or a child or whatever. Having a rational conversation is the point from preventing these catastrophic things from happening to infringing infringing on my rights and right. I can, Right. That's not what anyone is saying. Like, I don't even know where that comes from. Like, people are so, and it all it's all back to cover up the the lobbying to me because they don't want to mess up that money. It's guaranteed money. It's a check that's going to be coming in every time, whenever they need it, and yeah. it's there for them. Why would I go against that? I, I don't think they want to fix the problem. I don't that, either. That, and and I think that's the biggest. Not unless it, not unless it's one of theirs. I then think maybe they will reconsider. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't, I think the biggest trick that the government has done is showed us or, or told us that they are for us. I, I don't. Th- no, the those days are for, done for the uh, people. For yeah. the people, by the people. That's that that's, that's been done. As a matter of fact, you know what, what always pisses me off. Um, and I was listening to uh, d- uh, Doctor uh, Walter Williams, and he was talking about the Constitution. And so there's a couple of things I want to talk about that. But um, the thing, one, the word that pisses me off is democracy. And I hear, oh. and, and the higher I hear it up, um, I listened to um, Joe Biden. He was on Jimmy Kimball the other day. It was terrible. <laughs> um, so I know you probably ain't watching. Don't, it ain't even worth watching. It's, it was terrible. But I was listening to him. And it pisses me off the higher up I hear it. 
I hear every president say, this is a threat to our democracy. This is a threat to our democracy. It's a threat to our democracy. When did we become a democracy? Right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to, to the, the republic, republic. Yeah, for which is that? For which is to right. the republic. We have always been a republic. Yeah. We've never been a democracy. That's why majority doesn't pick the president. Electoral college picks the president. So regardless of who wins the majority vote, that's why Al Gore didn't win. That's why um, Hillary didn't win because majority doesn't democracy is majority rule. Majority doesn't rule in this country. We have always been a republic. So when they say stuff like that, it's like you're intentionally misleading us because you're the president of the United States. You you should know that this is not a democracy. They you all know that. I, it's like regurgitated rhetoric, man. I, all of them said, like, I don't, man, it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah, I hear it all the time, and it pisses me off. It's bad. Especially the higher I hear it. Like, when I hear a president say it, it, it pisses me off even more. Because if I hear a normal person, a lay person say it, then it's like, all right, I mean, you know, that's the rhetoric that you're hearing. I get it. You right. think we're a democracy. We're not. You know, right. you think that your votes count. They don't. Right. You know, nobody can vote. Like, you could literally have a presidential election. Zero people vote. Zero people vote. And the Electoral College will pick a president. <laughs> it, it, one way or another. One way or another. Right. And so so to think that, you know, the, 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 and as a matter of fact, you can you could say that voting is an illusion. Of a democracy, but it's but we're not a democracy. It's a part of the delusion. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, it, it is. It makes the individual person feel as though they had a say in the outcome right. of who's going to be leading the nation, if you will. Right. So when you have millions of people that go out and they vote for one particular person, and that person just so happened to win. <laughs> They go back and they feel good inside saying, hey, right, right. it was me. My team won. Right, I, yeah. I voted, I voted for them person. in. Right, there you go. So that's, right. I think that yeah. is a part of the illusion of democracy because that's the illusion itself. You right. felt like your voice or your opinion was valued. Right, which it was not. It wasn't. That's what, <laughs> like, it, it wasn't because at the end of the day, when they all take place and become the head of the nation or whatever the case may be, they have their agenda already laid out for them. It's, they have their yeah. plan of what their job is supposed to do, what they're supposed to do. I mean, just look how they move. Just look what's being passed and what's not being passed. If if the the Build Back Better thing was really a part of the agenda, then nothing truly could have stopped it, even if it wasn't nothing. bipartisan, right? Right. Even if it wasn't even if it wasn't passed bipartisan and he you couldn't get enough GOP people to be aboard with it, you still had Dude, you got you got fifty senators. And you still had you got and you got um Kamala. Kamala as a tiebreaker. So this is what I'm You could literally you don't need no Republicans. So that then then you have to ask yourself what really was the agenda, right? I mean right. you gotta be be realistic right. about these type of situations. You right. have the bodies. You have. You don't. You absolutely don't need any 
Republicans. Period. None. You and you can still get your legislate everything that you wanted passed. You can still do it, or you can use your authority or affirmative action or whatever it's called mm -hmm. and do it anyway because you personally feel that it will benefit the people. Right. But you still affirmative action and you still don't do it. So right. realistically, they already have. Well, this this is my thoughts. Mm -hmm. They already have their assignments and what they. Are to do and are what they're not I, supposed I think, to do. I think you're right. I think I think the president is picked on who's gonna actually carry out this assignment. I think each president is all is already a plan. So right. when when Trump came in, I think there was a plan. When when Biden came in, I think there was a plan. And I think I think it was a simple. You know, when I look at Russia, because um, you, you hear Trump. Uh, I, I listened to Trump not too long ago, and Trump was like, yo, th this would not have happened. Russia would not have happened if I was in office. And I the said... The Ukraine situation? Yeah. He's saying, oh, okay. Yeah, because he said Russia had brought that up to him before. Oh, okay. And he was like, you better not. Okay, and they was like, all right, we got to check. And they was like, oh, <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Now, and I think, ah, oh, that makes perfect sense. You know why? I wouldn't put it past it, because to me, Joe, uh, Joe Biden is the biggest... Pushover I've ever seen, dude. He like he doesn't do anything. Old. What are you gonna do? He doesn't. He doesn't enforce shit. Right. Dude. He doesn't have a backbone. He doesn't stand on anything. He's he's too passive. He's too goody good. He's too oh I want bipartisan, dude. Like at what point do you take the initiative and say, I want to do what's right for the people. You know why he's not doing that? Because he got an agenda he has to follow, and he's, he cannot do it. He's ninety five years old. I mean, what you gonna do when, when, when? You know what I'm saying? Putin gonna sit up there look at you like, dude, really? You ninety eight years old? Like, come on, man. You what? You, what you gonna do to me? You know what I'm saying? And so, as he he really doesn't have, he can't do anything. And so, I think that was the whole plan. In the beginning, you're not gonna do nothing, right? You're, war, war makes money. It absolutely, it's gonna always be a war, right? So it has to be. If we put Trump in, dang, this is gonna Russia, Russia. Ah, uh, that's gonna Trump is gonna stop all of that. And if he stops that, then we're not gonna be able to. So who knows what? That, because here's the thing. The, P, the powers that be, which are not our politicians, I'm convinced. Yeah. But the powers Can't that be. be are thinking about the year 2130. Yeah. They're not thinking about 2030. They're not thinking about 2040. They think about 2140. Yeah. Like um, Bill Gates, I think I brought this up before, but he had, um, he was talking about um, overpopulated. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he showed he showed um he showed a, a a scale or whatever, and he said by the year twenty one hundred we will have over eleven billion people on the planet, and so he, and he was like you know gotta have a plan for it and all that stuff. So I'm sit I'm sitting here and this was probably like ten fifteen years ago when he when he drew this out, and I'm sitting here and I'm saying hold up, you have already planned for twenty one hundred. You're already thinking about the year 2100. Mm -hmm. We ain't even in, at the time, we weren't even in 2020. You're already thinking about 2100. 2100. Right. So so how far ahead are y'all with 
with all of this planet. And so when we sit up here and thinking about Russia is happening now, but they're already thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. Right. And so, you know, we're, we're stuck in the now. So they're like, all right, no, if Trump comes in, he's going to stop the Russia stuff. That's going to, that's going to mess up. Like if Trump comes in, ain't, ain't no war happening. Nowhere. You know why? And and it's not, you know, that I'm praising Trump or anything. It's just that they scared of Trump. They don't know what he's capable of doing. They don't, they think that he would re- literally put his, hit the, hit the button. So every country is afraid of that. When you get a Joe Biden, they know you ain't going to put, I don't care what I, I can evade a country. You're not pushing that button. I can evade your friend. You're not going to push that button. You a hundred years old. You can't push the button. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so he's a pushover, man. So this they dude, knew he's... they knew. I think they knew that coming in, which is why. And I wasn't. And I would not be surprised. I, I, and you know, I, I wish him good health. You know, I think all in all, Joe. You know, all in all, he's a he's a likable grandfather, right? Like, the issue is not him. The issue is that he is in that position, right? And and it's sad that you know you have your great grandfather in the presidency when he should not be there. He would be fine as Uncle Joe, grand great grandpa Joe, but as President Joe, it's like he 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 does not belong there. And I was always wondering, well, four years is a long time. Is he? Are we going to see the first African-American female president because the president can't nah. fulfill their duties? They'll get a look like before they do that. I mean, I mean, she was president for like a couple of hours because he had surgery. So, I mean, I, that, I mean, don't really count for much. But, you know, I, nah. I, I, I did wonder, like, OK, maybe maybe that's the move for her. Like maybe he doesn't finish out his term. You know, because they're already talking about his cognitive decline. So maybe he doesn't finish out the term. I haven't been paying attention to any no, outside of uh, yeah, outside of like the horrible things that's been happening um, here lately. Polit- when, I, when I sit back and like really focus in on politics, man, it's just depressing. It's it, really it, it's it, just it really is. sad. That is. These are the people that dictate or not necessarily dictate, but sign in legislature that that runs out in in and out of our lives, whether local or from the president or whatever. It is these people don't have the ability to do good jobs, man. I'm sorry. Regardless of voting on people that you personally like or whatever the case may be, man, you really look at it and from the time of which you can fully understand politics or you understand it to the best of your ability of I don't really feel like politicians do people justice. I just don't. It's, I don't see the benefit of of this system. But you know why? It's because they have this all or nothing approach. And so, like, all right, going back to gun control, right? I think any reasonable person would say, okay, we can put something in place not to stop people from having guns, not to take guns, right. but we could put something in place that can help the the distribution of guns to make sure it's responsible. Now, mind you, 
dude that shot up the school, he bought that gun legally. Right. Dude that uh it was it was a it was a black dude recently. He shot oh, yeah. he shot up something. The hospital thing, right? Yeah, I think it was a hospital. Yeah, it was a hospital. The dude who performed surgery on him or something. Bought it legally. Right. Right. So we're we're not talking like these people ain't going in stealing guns. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not even um um buying it illegally. Mm-hmm. These people will pass background checks. And this these is people- why I said they need to have not only just the background check, they mm-hmm. need to make sure, put them, you have to put it in a position where they have to take classes over a period of time. Yeah, you like don't just yeah. give them the gun just because right. they clear background. Put them through stuff. Make them have to go to classes over like two months. Like a six-week training yes, or something. Yes, they sort. have yeah. to attend. Yeah. And if you miss one class for any reason... It's all forfeit. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to. It's no, I don't care if you're in the middle of it and you only got one week left and you just, just so happy, you have to be that strict on the rules with these guns because, you know, if you want it bad enough, you're going to have to sit through. And I'm not sure if it would have stopped. Clearly, it won't stop everything from happening. Mm -hmm. But I do think that will prevent people who have that thought to do that. Like, man, I'm not about to freaking. Sign up to take a class and be in a class for mm-hmm. two months to, man, they'll take their chances probably with a regular handgun or something versus going through all of that stuff to right. go to a class for two months. And But see, so then you run into another issue, right? Because we're we talking about semi-autos, right? Like, I don't know if anybody, like, if it, it, I know everybody has not shot a semi-auto and everybody kind of feels like it's the movies like you, you're gonna let off some shots and every shot is gonna hit somebody no you can miss point blank range you can miss with somebody sitting right in front of you and you can shoot right aiming directly at them and the bullet goes beside them you, you don't hear nothing you're more accurate with a nine millimeter right so if you sit up here or 22 Right, so if you sit up here and you're like concentrating on these, uh, well, this semi-auto, uh, dude, if 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 somebody goes into a school with a nine, they could do really good or really good bad without. I know what you, you mean. Say. I know what you mean. They could do a lot of damage. damage. Yeah, I know what you mean. With a nine millimeter, if ain't nobody else got no guns, right? You you could because your aim is better. So, so assuming that you have decent aim, so you could go in and start capping people off. Mm-hmm. You don't have to shoot fifty shots to hit twelve people. You can hit those twelve people and like, you know, what I'm saying like you could let's say you reload once, you, you you could you could do a lot of damage with a nine millimeter. Yeah. So it ain't just it's like they bring out these big guns nah, and look that's because that's what they. <laughs> During those because situations, people, that's what they have. It's a fi- it's a fear tactic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They want to scare people. And it's like hold hold up, you know you want yeah we need to stop guns, and and it's like you, you can tell it's not genuine because if you really wanted to, we just came up with the perfect solution, a license, perfect solution. Yeah, but you know what will happen. They, if if they put that in play, if they said, okay, you know what, Jared, Walt, Yacht, this is a great idea. We're gonna put, we're gonna make a bill, 
and they create the bill, that bill going to be 872 pages. And so you're going to be like, hold up. Uh, 872. Why do we have so many pages just to say somebody needs to have a license? Right. What, how many pages do I need to say that somebody has a license, need a license for a certain gun? And so what you see in these bills is that they pack all this other stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the original oh, of issue. Course. Of course. And it's like, of course, y'all don't want to solve these problems because if you did, you could easily solve. OK, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the NRA will be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm not good with you stopping the certain stuff. Right. But if we work together. We could find a solution really easy, and I think of a licensing would be do that. But then you, then that affects residual. That that affect not residual, but that affects the flow of money. That affects the the income. That how because no, what I mean is they're not willing to uh, work to see a license in place because people could buy it so. You don't think the NRA would? I don't. I think I think they would if it was reasonable because they don't seem like it, they don't seem unreasonable most of the time. They just like no, no, no. I'll say that they probably feel that way now because of what just happened. But I, I think they've always been like that. Okay. Like I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I could be I wrong. Mean, it, but it seems like their 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 whole thing is um, they don't want all the guns. Like they don't want access to guns taken away. And but who said that though? Who whoever said accent like guns well? But see, this is the thing, right? When you create a bill, and it got four hundred pages in it, right? Well, they then hire a lawyer to comb through it. But you they know, definitely have the money for it. But really. you know that bill doesn't doesn't say, all right, we're gonna create a license for this gun. You know, it goes into other stuff, and it's like, hold up, no, no, that no, you're going too much. You, you want you want to deal deal with this? Let's make a five page bill, five pages. That's all we need. Five page, three. We only need really three pages, but we'll make it five pages. Right. If you want to deal with this, but, but nah, see, now you then you're like, no, but we got to deal with this. What about this? What about that? What about? It's this? crazy though because there's so many other places that don't have these issues. Like so, immediately Canada, right? Right after that, Canada Prime Minister, I think that's what they call him up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, Trudeau. Pula, yeah, whatever. he was on um, TV, and they def- they immediately banned somebody on the web. So now that no one can get them. No one could get them in Canada. I forgot what he said. I think he said they banned them, hand them um, uh, semi-automatic weapons, and I think that they have some of the tougher laws on owning handguns. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's a good thing? I do, I do to a certain extent, okay. but I don't feel like, I don't think, see, it's, it's tricky. I just, cause I think that they're on a better path than what we have here. See, I, 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 I feel the opposite. I feel like they're on a worse path. I don't. Because, but, all right, so, but to your point, they went on and did it, right? Yeah, and you can you, adjust after that. You could do it. Like, if, if, if there was an issue, you could do it. They just don't want to because they want they so this is the biggest illusion that they've created that they actually care about us. Right. They don't care. About, no, they absolutely don't care. Now the one thing I will say about Trudeau in Canada, they said, you know what, this is a problem. We're gonna stop it. 
Now, I totally disagree with the way they went about it. No, I disagree. Mm-hmm. But they did something. Yeah. They did something. Our government could do something. They just don't want to. Right. They just don't want to. Now, why do I disagree? Well, here's the, here's the thing. If you take away my guns, what... Um, uh, all right, so... Going they didn't the, take it away... So if you own those type of weapons, you're fine. I thought they took away the semi-autos. I thought they was confiscating them. I think it's voluntary stuff. Okay. Remember like back All in right. the day, I think. All right. Remember back in the day in D.C. when they did the yeah, yeah, buyback yeah, yeah, yeah. joints? Yeah, buy, they, yeah. They was like, yo, we don't even care. If you did something, just bring us the guns. And it was that. You remember that, right? Yeah, it was I that bad. They, was like, yo, <laughs> just, they were it was so bad I do. that they was I like, do. yo, just bring us the guns. I do. And we'll then they were like, yeah, no guns in D.C. Yeah. No, no guns? Like, 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 even if I'm licensed, I can't have a gun? Nope. No, nobody can have a gun in D.C. God. I just, eh. That's how you know we were gentrified. <laughs> I think that the, what they're doing in Canada, I kind of dig it because if you already own one, you're fine. It's just that as of for, for now, trying to get one. But see, here's the thing. Are you? You, you may be fine. Now, no. What I'm saying is, I'm okay with that move, and you can revisit it at a different time. Meanwhile, while you're revisiting it and come up with something that's more structurally sound versus just saying you can't have it, you can come up and, and reflect and work with everybody and get a better understanding of how to move versus like you saying what well, we're doing, mm-hmm. nothing. But that's a, that's assuming that they come back and work on it. What if they say? What if they go the opposite way and say, "All right." We're not giving no guns. As a matter of fact, you know what? We need to take the guns that they already got. That's extreme thought. That's not that's not log- that's not likely or logically to happen. You, you just said it happened in DC. They no, stopped, that was voluntary. They, stuff, they stopped. I know, but the but the point was, no. Because if you go further, they they stopped it. They stopped to sell the guns. Then they bought the guns back. No, I think at first it was like a voluntary thing. I thought I don't even remember. I, I just remember them saying, "Hey, if you bring us your gun, we'll buy it back from you." Well, know? but that was the buyback program. But that, right. but before that, it was like a voluntary, like turn it, just turn it, gun in, it right. turn it in. They weren't getting a lot of guns. Yeah, people wanted. So it. then they went to okay, money, we'll, we'll buy, buy it back. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it, what I'm, but I'm taking all the guns off the street. That's my point to take the guns off the street. So now I don't, I don't, I stopped the guns from being sold. So you can't buy guns. Now, I ask you to give them back. You're not giving them back. Now, I'm buying them back. All right? So I'm taking all of the guns. Now, I put a law in place. You can't have a gun in D.C. Can't have one. People still going to have guns. If you caught with it, you locked up. Can't have a gun. So, so what that does is minimal people will have guns. Most of the people are law-abiding citizens, mm-hmm. and they're going to say, okay, all right. I I can't have a gun. I'm in DC. Nobody can have guns. So everybody, we we all on equal ground. I ain't worried. But yeah, of course, there's gonna be a couple who's like, right? You ain't taking my gun. Bump that. But the majority of them are gonna give back the guns. And so I don't see well, unless you live in a place like uh, China or something like that. No disrespect to their, you know, system. I don't foresee a government um, forcefully. Why not? Because it's too much. It's different times now. 
see, 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 see this. This. this no, they a, could try. It. I'm not saying that they won't try it. I'm just saying they can try it, but it will backfire on them. No, they. No, it won't. Oh yeah. What? Oh, listen. Yeah. Once I've taken all your guns, Mm-mm. listen. I stop. Once you've you taken, once you've taken the guns that you know the people show you that they have. That's fine. Okay, so I stop you from buying guns. I ask, I ask you to voluntarily give the gun. And this is here in the United States. I buy back guns, and then I put a law that you can't have guns in place. Now, if I decide to go into D.C. with my military, there's nothing you can do. Zero. Has it happened? Not yet. That ain't gonna happen, bro. See, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. Well, I promise I, you. It's not. If if I decide to go in, th- listen, listen. The 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 the, the second military, commandment. The military uh, itself. Commandment. I know what you meant. The sec- <laughs> the, but the military itself, if if in fo- so the military is gonna follow orders. But right. But it is a line, even with our own military, the military of America. Like if you're telling them to. Cause they, you gotta understand their mindset as well. If you're telling them to be forceful to the point where they have to shoot or harm Americans, if you will, they're not gonna follow that order. Yes, they will. No, they won't. They've already done it. When recently, COVID. Yeah, no, we they, locked down no. cities. No, no, no. We that's had, different. We had no, the militia. Not. No, that was practice. That was practice. We had militia going into cities, saying curfews. You can't come out your house. That's. I'm now, talking about now. We don't know if they had to shoot anybody because right. you know they they wouldn't it's, tell us that stuff anyway. It'll so, be if it, that was the case. It'll been it would have been everywhere. No, it wouldn't it? They they twenty twenty. Are you no, kidding me? No. You can see they they wouldn't. People record everything. They, they, uh, Shit. They wouldn't. No, you two. You two. would have banned that drink. <laughs> you two would have flagged no, that. It's nothing you can do. It's yes, too, you, yes. Dude, yeah, they had the videos of. Uh, you know how many you how many YouTube videos. YouTube bans. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, there's. I do. There was like, what was it? Uh, there was. Uh, I don't remember how many Joe Rogan episodes where he talked about COVID, where they just tur- took down. You can't even find them during. Yeah, but when, once it happens, it happens. What I mean, like in New York, right? Upstate. Yeah. When homie went into the grocery store and killed all those people, mm. it was streamed. Yeah, but that, but that's different. So what I'm saying but is... But they don't know to ban it until after it happens is what I'm saying. But So once it's out there, it's out there. No, well, no, it has to go through a filter. No. You, YouTube's... YouTube... You can't just... You, I mean, like, like maybe if you live stream and maybe, you know, maybe they catch that. Uh, can't catch that. But if you, if you like, upload it to YouTube, YouTube looks through it and has to okay it first. They got to okay it first. And so if somebody... if But see, here's the thing. But if what you, about if everybody's the- in the house because they there was a curfew. Everybody had to be in the house. They sent the militia down. Is somebody gonna be on their porch recording that shit? And then it's gonna go well, everywhere. You, you ain't in, you ain't in the house. There's a problem. Now, if you record, I'm taking that phone. It ain't, well, ain't nothing happening. Well, that's because of, during those times of COVID, people, that was people, that was practice. See, you, you I'm saying, not saying it wasn't practice, but you, you're saying that's because no, no. What I, any well, reason will work. Right, nah, that's what I'm saying. But what I, my point is, is it, it 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 will be shown. Like if if you had cops, if you had cops that were killing people, mm-hmm. right, because they they weren't in the house when they gave the curfew, right. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand who cops are, right? Cops are regular people like you and me that that's at work. So you're gonna have like a hundred cops that drive by people that's not in the house. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm like, well, I ain't about to be enforcing that shit. 
Like, no, they're they, not. They, no, they not. Not now. Come nah, on, Jeff. man. You're not nah. gonna have every single cop be gung ho to enforce. No, rules. no, 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 no. To, to that extent, you're right. No, everybody's not gonna. But enough will fall in line to where yeah, some will fall in line, but some won't. And then you're gonna have those and, cops who's gonna be like, I'm not doing that. And those some will be insubordinate. They'll be fired, and they and they and there's and some people that stands on that. And they will be fired, and they will they will be like so be it. And and the and those few you would never hear of, unless unless they go down to Houston and decide to shoot up a, a police station. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, not laughing at it, but that actually happened. Yeah, right? yeah I know. Yeah, not laughing at the situation, but I know exactly what but, you're talking about. But other than that, you're not going to hear about those people. Yeah. Th- those people are martyrs for the cause, and you won't hear about it. You know the news, and that you know their job. They can't. They can't. Glorify, if you will, or or show that because it, you know, that's against the system and the structure of everything. And you, so I give I give you an example with like with this gun stuff. My my wife pulled up this story, and um, uh, I forgot where it was, but it was African American community. They was doing like a family reunion. It was a bunch mm-hmm. of people out there, right? And this car pulls up, and they like checking the. the the, the the group of people out and they scoping around and so the people some of the people it, at the family reunion is like getting you know a little little curious about was what what this dude is up you know what what, what he trying to do so they recognized the car they and then they went on and talked to the dude hey we doing family reunion blah 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 go about your business blah 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 so he leaves he comes back. They recognize the car. Main man gets out the car with a big old semi-auto. Right? Mm-hmm. African-American male. He's at the family reunion. Family reunion full of African-Americans. He comes out with his semi-auto. Somebody at the at the family reunion, I think she was a, a cop or an ex-cop or whatever. She had her pistol before he could pull his gun up and shoot. She laid him down. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. You won't hear that story too often because that story shows why we need guns. That story shows oh. why you need the protection. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, listen, I, you'll never hear me say, um, I do not agree with uh, no guns. 100% right. don't agree. That's silly. Um, but you do see that's where Canada's going. That's where that's when they say you can't. We're gonna stop this. Well, then what's the next step? We're gonna stop that. Well, no, I've not, I didn't hear any of them say stop it. They just said make it more difficult to obtain. No, they they, they stopped the sale of uh, uh, semi autos right in Canada. They, for now, it's not permanent though. <laughs> From my understanding, it's all. <laughs> you, you, you think it's like a like a everyone is like I want power like since when when it, since when has the government given back freedom? When the government takes stuff away, is that they from, never give it back. That's here. I don't know. If that's Canada across. too. Canada, man, Canada is our next door neighbor. They ain't that much. They ain't that different. I think so. They trying to be. They just way like more. Uh, they. Their thought process is a little bit different no, in they, the sense of like uh, they're they, more 
up to beat. They think they better, and we think they better, but they worse. I don't actually. think they're. I wouldn't necessarily say they're better. It's just the perspective that they come from is a little bit different. I wouldn't necessarily say that they have a better government than. I think the government here is just corrupt, just like any other. The government here is is bad. When you say government, you're already implying some corruption. That's what I'm saying. It's just bad everywhere. I don't really. I don't know. I can't speak for everywhere, but the governments and the structure of how the people that functions under that govern, those governments are pretty bad. <laughs> like, I, I don't think there's any government in the world that's not corrupted. That's what I'm at, saying. On, on some level, because it's just all bad, man. Like, because of your interaction with the the people. So. In order for you to get in, it costs money. Well, who's giving you the money? The people who, whenever you take money, you owe something now. Right. That's just, it is what it is. So when you take money, you owe them. Right. Now, you have to abide by their agenda. If you do not, they're giving their money to somebody else and you're out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's the, the biggest problem I feel in politics in this country for 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 that matter. And even if you opinion, take away like like lobbying, they'll find another way. They absolutely they, they'll find another They absolutely loophole. will find another way, but lobbying is really bad though because it prevents anything. It prevents any so if you I can't even it's probably deeper than Nino. Like like even outside you say even outside of lobbying, it's just like the agenda of it all though. Like even outside of the people that's paying you for your campaigns and things like that, who's to say that they're not already informed on what they supposed to be doing? You know what I'm saying? Like take away the right. lobbying, take away all of that stuff. Even like I said, um has there ever been a politician with good intent? Of course. Yeah. Of course, there's been politicians that I feel that had the intentions on doing some of the things that they spoke about. They really did. They really felt I that. I think the majority of them have good intent. Yeah, I feel like they really probably wanted to see better things for people. But mm-hmm. once they go through whatever they have to go through, yeah. when they're sworn in and they get kind of yep. coached on how it all works and they go visit the Pope and they, they get seasoned on the game, mm-hmm. all that shit go out the window to me. Like it, yeah. they come back different. Like they don't have that same energy that they had, or they, it's just something happens. I don't know what happens, but something changes from no the lifestyle. It, it becomes like uh uh your girl AOC, attorney or, or Cortez, or, yeah. Cortez, yeah. She uh, I, I remember like when she was running and when she first got in, she was talking about how broke she was, and she was talking about the Green New Deal, and she wanted to clean up the earth, and and all these people needed, you know, we we got a um, um, student loans is an issue, and we got to do all this stuff for all these people, and it sounded, it Great. sounded like okay, it it it, it's, it was like too good to be true, right? But it was like, oh, you actually, you actually think this stuff, like it, it is too good to be true. You're naive; it's not gonna happen. But you actually believe this stuff. And then she gets in. That's what it all be changing, man. <laughs> and then she 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 moves from her DC uh basement apartment to you know somewhere in New York to wherever she at and she get and then she got money and she wearing all these nice dresses going different places and seeing different things. And yeah, she still talks about some of the stuff, but it ain't that same energy 
that, that she had was. when she fired too. Yeah, because it's like, uh, it's like, all right, look, AOC, look, um, you know, we love your energy. You know, we love what you stand for. Uh, but there's certain things you need to just stay away from, and we'll keep your money going. You know, we'll keep you right. in place. We'll keep, keep you the going. flow. Yeah. And this is going to benefit you, and it's going to benefit your people. Because as long as you're in in this seat, you're going to be able to help your people. And I'm just don't do, just don't do this. Just don't say I'm this. I'm telling you, that's what happened. That. I agree. It has to be. And then at first, she was like, "Man, bump this. I'm a, I'm gonna speak my mind. I'm a." And then she's like, mm, "Ooh, this basement apartment kind of expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I get. Ooh, ooh. I get upgrade. <laughs> oh." Oh, I oh I get I get I get nice dress nice custom made dresses and I'm telling ooh, you, man. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the American people are okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, they, I, I that, think that, our that whole is stuff right. go, go out the window, right? <laughs> it, go, it go out the window, man, because you done been bribed. You know, I'm telling you done, I think there's only there's a few who keep their their um their vigor, yeah. their their you know their, their enthusiasm yeah. for yeah. There's only a few, and and those are the ones who we think are crazy, basically. Yeah. Like basic Bernie Sanders, he, Bernie Sanders. They like oh he's an extreme. <laughs> Bernie like yo, what y'all gonna do? I've, I've been in here fifty years. Like, Bernie like dude, <laughs> like they 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 did Bernie. I was rocking with Bernie, but like you said, they painted the picture like he was a nut job. Yeah, they painted that picture, and he was like. He be really on it, yo. He be like, yo, we're gonna make the rich people pay for everything, but and and that ain't gonna happen. I'm you. <laughs> and it's like, you know Bernie fuck around one, get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> and you was, know what's fun? You know what's funny? Um, speaking of the rich people, I was listening to Elon Musk. You know, he's for paying t- he pays his taxes. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yo, like we should be paying more taxes. Hmm. And when you hear the richest man in the world say, yes, we should be paying more taxes. But it ain't my fault that I don't pay taxes. It's the government fault. Now, he pays his personal taxes. But when you see these companies and you're like um, Joe Biden, when he was on Kimball, he was talking about how um, all these company, top companies pay nothing in taxes. And it's like, OK, who fault is that? Right. You've been in Congress for like 50 years. That's another you, thing. They need to have term limit. Like, right. what the hell, dude? Like, right, dude. You this was is in, so bad, man. <laughs> you was in Congress for like 40 something years. You was vice president for eight years. Now you're president for another four years. Whose fault is it that they're not paying no taxes? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're one of the main issues, and you're trying to say, yeah, we need to do something. You should have did something 60 <laughs> years ago. You old motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. But, yeah, it's it's, it's just these politicians, man. I uh, That's why I have to, like, take a break from that stuff, man, because a lot of them are just, man, you want to, you, you want to, you, you know, when you want to be optimistic about it all and you want to say, all right, maybe he's different, maybe she's different, Maybe they will do this. Maybe and then you, that particular person actually wins, and ultimately what ends up happening is literally the same thing. You're like, man, like you're like, yeah. Like at what point do we just be like, okay, like this just not, it's just not working. Like 
And then they always <laughs> and then they always got somebody to blame. Oh well, we don't have enough seats. Oh, this person. It's gonna oh, always be something, man. Like, and I, you know what? I mean, I know, like, that's one thing that I appreciate appreciated with Trump. And I know, like, a lot of people didn't like this, and but Trump was like, uh, I'm gonna do executive order because y'all tripping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all ain't doing this. Y'all ain't doing that. We got to get this done. I'm going to do executive order. That's what I was just saying. Like how, I mean, if it's something that you really want for people, why not just do executive order? Like, because, because they, because that's the illusion that they created. Like they they actually care about, they don't care, man. Mm -mm. They don't care. Trump said, Trump said HBCUs was coming to him every year. And he was like, why y'all got to keep coming back for money? And they was like, well, the way it works, we got to come every year to ask the president for money. Right. He said, dude, what? why every year? All right, I'm going to make it so y'all ain't got to be back for another 10 years. Done. Yeah. He was like, and, and, and you know, hate him or love him, but he was like, you know, uh, uh, um, Obama could have did that. Obama could have just a lot, all of them wrote, wrote Every, him a check. You know what I'm saying? Said, hey, the- for the next ten years, for the next twenty years, you're you're straight. You ain't got to come back every single year begging. And it was like it's just simple stuff like that. But it's like, oh well, but it's Trump. Yeah, but I mean, whether you hate somebody or love somebody, like just because somebody is a murderer doesn't mean they can't do good stuff. Like, you they, know what I'm they, they hung up on, you know, other stuff, man. They yeah. hung up on like, uh, the stuff that when it comes to the racial stuff and stuff like that with him. So, you know, so, uh, you know, when, when you, when, when, when Trump signed some, some legislator that helps benefit HBCUs, they don't recognize it. Or even if they did recognize it, that's not something they would bring up because right. it, it will negate, the whole narrative of what TV's been telling them or whatever they get their influence from. So they pretty much going to be like, whatever, but he hates us or whatever. They don't want, they're not going to acknowledge some of the positive things that affected black community that was done under his umbrella and vice versa. I mean, right. Which, which pisses me off. Right. Cause it's like, we, we act like these people are all one thing. Like Joe Biden is all good, Trump is all bad. Like, yeah. like no, if you know human beings, <laughs> that's not how they work. They're not all one nothing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? You know, like, absolutely. Like, like which, which you always say uh, about hu- human nature is just it, like hum, human. We, uh, what do you call us? The human species? Oh, the human organism. The whole human <laughs> organism. That's what you say. Yeah, that's my little <laughs> saying. The human organism yeah. is not all one thing. Never will be. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so, it's crazy that we can look at one person and label them as one thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate Trump because he's a racist. Oh, okay. See, he's never done anything good. Nope, he's never done anything good ever in his life. Ever, ever, ever. It's right. like, come on, man. Come on. Like. I don't care how much you hate the person or like the person. You have to understand, like, they're a person. They, they've they done good stuff. They've done bad, bad stuff. stuff right. They've made good decisions. they made Not bad everything. decisions. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And so even I Joe Biden. a lot of people think like that. It's tough for them. That's the problem. It's tough for people to disagree with a person on one instant and then 
on the other sense, well, okay, well, I kind of like that. Like, then right. <laughs> people not gonna do that. It's like, no, no, I like that, but I can't say it. Yeah, or that. Yeah. That's why I'm saying they can know that it exists or that person did something. Yeah. But they're not gonna openly say, I kind of think that was dope. They're just gonna, to the public or the people that's closer to them that they know and they talk to on a regular basis, they're only gonna expose their displeasures with them versus saying, I do not agree with that, but I do like, they're not going to, it's very hard for you to see that when you see someone say, okay, I, he lost me with that one, but I do agree with them on that policy. That's rare. That, like, that's, that is extremely rare. That's terrible. And you know what? Joe Biden was, was he, he was feeding off of that. Cause he said something on Jimmy Kimball and he said, he said, man, he said, he said, uh, you know, with all these shootings, that if you don't want these schools shot up anymore, you should vote on 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 this legislation. Like I don't care what else the person decides to do, you should be voting on this. This is this should be your one what, what you're voting on. And I'm like, hold up, <laughs> what? Base everything on just this. <laughs> Yeah, so what man. if this per what if this person is like yeah we yeah we need to ban guns and you're like yeah okay all right I want to ban guns yeah I'm gonna vote for them yeah and we're gonna triple your taxes and um you know we're gonna right. confiscate all the other <laughs> all the other stuff that comes with it. right and 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 you have uh the, your body is not your choice anymore so you can't have abortions and we're gonna give you any vaccines we decide to give you and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and then it's like well, but he does want to take away the guns. Right. <laughs> what? The one thing. The one thing Are that you, you agree serious? with. Right. Everything else you disagree with. But right. you're like, well, yeah, I should I should vote on this one thing. It's like, come on, man. We we are so politics for you, man. I thought we was better than that. Nah. I, I, I thought we was better than that. It's it, it exists. It's people that are that way that could balance it and tell you, Oh, I'd agree with this, I don't but that's not that's not common. That's not the norm. It's because you're tugged, you're tugged in so many different ways with this media stuff, and you're influenced mm -hmm. to whether it's whatever it is. I don't know, Fox or CNN. Can we think, man? It's, just can't. It's you have to think. be aligned with you people. People tune into what they want to hear, what yeah. what makes them feel good, or what they personally think is right. Oh man, look. they're not going to go and say, hmm. They're saying everything I like. Maybe I need to go look at something else. <laughs> right. There's nothing right. in them that indicates, oh, hold up, man. This is too good. Like, that's that's we all agree with everything that they're saying. Every day. Like, no, it's <laughs> nothing in them that's going to say, maybe I should change this to get a different he said, perspective. He said tomato. And you know, I think it is tomato. Yeah. And I think about it. He probably, he right. It's tomato. It's it people tomato. Just, it'll he, sit there and just like, Really? If they're saying what you want to hear, you'll listen to it all day long. Yeah. Then that that the that earth is flat. You know, he makes a good point. <laughs> that blocks out any kind of skeptic. You don't even think no more. You just sit there and just go off of because it, it's what you want to hear. It takes away free thinking. It takes away thought oh, process man. because it's what you want to hear. So you just sitting there, just soaking up all the information from one source, and you're not even. 
being unbiased or coming from an unbiased perspective because you're hearing literally everything you want to hear from this one source. All you do is watch Fox. All you do is watch CNN. All you do is watch. Why would like, I? Why would I go look at why, something else? Why watch? You know, like why watch CNN and Fox? Why? Why do both? Why would? Yeah. Why would I do that? Why? Why not? Why, why watch Fox, CNN, and listen to Joe Rogan? Why the heck would I do that? I just listen to CNN. And whatever they say about like Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan and right? whatever they he said, say. He, he, said, uh, he said something about something. I don't know. They got up at arms with him about uh, something during the pandemic. What, with the COVID stuff? Yeah. Everybody was getting... Ivermectin and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was flipping out about all that stuff, man. I'm just like, dude, everybody crazy. Like, just... Everybody got to understand. It's like, like, it's like he's taking horse dewormer. Everybody got to chill. Like this is this isn't society you know, went through this before. Like it's okay. Like this, it would trip me out though. He had somebody from CNN on his show. Son, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He had the dude on his show. And CNN still was like blasting this dude. And I'm like I, and then, and then I would hear That's people personal feelings, man. I would hear people who talk about the CNN side, and I was, and I'd be like, "Yo, you, you know, he had somebody from CNN on the show, right? Like, he, nah, he no, he he wouldn't do that. Uh, he did actually. He he did. He just watch it. Just and it's like, oh my gosh, you get caught in your feelings, you're, man. You're like, it's 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 cultish. It, it, it's like a cult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't listen to nobody else. There's, there's no other holy book. This is, this is it. This is CNN is the gospel. And if, and, and if you're a Fox, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person and vice versa. I'm pretty sure this was all like a strategic design. Or you think plan. we get into a civil war? It's, we can, but will it? I mean, it's possible. Well, we ain't got no guns. Yeah, yeah, right. gonna fight. Put them up. Put them up. <laughs> it's possible though, but I will hope that rational thinking would uh, <laughs> happen before that. <laughs> we just we just said that's the problem. It is. <laughs> We gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh man! This gracious man. Look. But <laughs> nevertheless, oh, man. man, whatever you guys do, we appreciate the love <laughs> and support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a little hiatus, and life happens. But we appreciate those who are here and will be here, and we'll check y'all out again next week. Hey, peace. peace.